Welcome back to the Music Industry Podcast. Today we're talking about motivation in terms of what keeps you motivated to keep going with your career because it's not like being an artist you get paid at the end of every month so if you have a bad unmotivated day then you know you got your paycheck coming it sometimes is very unfulfilling and i think this is going to be an interesting episode because maddie and i have very different work i'm trying not to say ethic uh work Approach, yeah, approach, yeah. yeah, approach to yeah. work and what actually motivates us. So I think that whichever type of person you are, hopefully from us, you'll be able to relate to one of us mm-hmm. in our in our work processes. Yeah. Because and I think it's interesting as well because I don't quite understand your mentality for it, and I don't think you quite understand mine because we're just different I'm, people. Well, I'm jealous of yours massively. See, I'm jealous of yours in a way of uh, my the things that drive me to motivate to be motivated and keep me going. I think is also the reason that I get I get more stressed in certain things. Mm. Whereas you deal very well with stress, yeah. and you can uh, maybe you're hiding it, but mm. the way that you can deal with stress is very different to mine. Mine's quite go 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 go, suddenly explode, burn out. Mm. Whereas you're kind of approach things as they come and i think that's also linked to the motivation because we have similar work different sorry work mentalities or yeah schedules and things like completely different true true i mean i i tend to look at things in the kind of the bigger picture like yeah. whether this happened in the last podcast it kept happening there which we is go. actually I, I, ironic because that talks about yes like that keeps you motivated so, so what that was very good um very good kind of segue was that i use an app called motion which i very rarely have a i very rarely buy something from an instagram ad i'm yeah. kind of like when you work in instagram advertising you yeah. kind of know what's behind it so you're a bit basically more, everything's a scam like, yeah <laughs> so well when, when, not everything's a scam so uh, <laughs> oh yeah you bought that soap once oh yeah that wasn't that a scam lasted, that was good that soap that lasted like two days so expensive so anyway it's a to-do list app where it reorganizes all of your to-do list based on what is your priority, how much time do you have, when when you need it done by, and it will tell you what is next to be done. And that notification just now that came through was a reminder for me to uh, film a specific Instagram story. And the reason I've got that is because the way I work is my mind is very scatological. My brain is like a firework display in terms of thoughts. I am constantly being grabbed in different directions in what I am thinking. And it makes for my work progress to be quite, it's like running through treacle because Mm -hmm. to stay focused on one thing is very difficult for me. I've done like the online test for ADHD and stuff. I don't have the the hyperactive I side don't of things. Think have that, so no. mine to complete the way I work is that I will have take a long time to get stuck into a project or a task. Yeah. It takes me probably around half an hour of doing really bad unfocused work in order to get to that stage where I am off and running. Mm-hmm. So I'll do half an hour and I'll be constantly just be 
thrown around the place in terms of my thoughts. I'll be randomly trying to work and then suddenly I'm on BBC News mm-hmm. and I'm like reading an article on BBC News. Which I can For- tell from my messages because say it's like the morning and we're not in the office or something. It'll be like, sends a link to a car, sends a link to a YouTube video, discusses something about work. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, what? yeah. And yeah. Like, for me, I'm like, on a task, focused on it. I could spend like eight hours doing one task. Yeah. Um, but I'll just see my notification from Slack just being like, have you seen there's a new thing at McDonald's? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. how are you doing this right now? But you still get to your end goal yeah. and like get the work done, but in just such a different way to me, which has taken me and probably yourself for me as well, a long time to understand mm. because from the other person's perspective, it's kind of frustrating because mm. we work so differently. But it works well because we definitely kind of the areas that one of us falls back, the other one kind of goes forward in. Yeah. So the pros to the way I work is I'm a very ideas oriented person definitely. in a way where I'd be trying to fall asleep. And because of the way my mind is, I can't really get to sleep very quickly. I'll randomly think of uh, a thought or an mm-hmm. idea and I'll write it down all of the time. So even right now I've got, um, ideas for what I want to say in this podcast. And if you look at the timings, they are Mm. hours apart from the topic of this podcast, of the points I'd like to make. Then the reason for that is because I can't just sit down and and write down the points. I've got to say, this is what I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll do a little bit of it. And then suddenly things just pop up as I go. So very, very different. Uh, It tends to be a case of I need to get into a state of flow, yeah. which I might talk about later, where I need to do half an hour and then I'm off and running. Mm. And then randomly one night, I will be up till like 3 a.m. to complete a task for no mm. reason. Don't know why. I am someone who needs to feel inspired to get something done and be in the right mood for it. I hate that. I, I wish I could change it, mm. but I can't. Yeah. So that's me. What's what you're yeah. a lot more, I'm of a more a like, grinder. Um, yeah, I'm a lot more like strategic with things as well. Like, I will have like your to do list is basically based on like importance, and instead of doing that, I'll like date mine. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, we I yesterday did a course with a Spotify editor, and that course was fantastic. So, I was like, I want to get this out ASAP. So, I stayed up until probably like half 10 getting it uploaded and like edited and everything and I could do that all in one stint I probably spent like three hours overall just doing it Mm -hmm. but I set a date on it and wanted to do it and I can kind of tell myself what my priorities are and just focus on it Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily need to persuade myself it's a good idea Mm -hmm. whereas I think sometimes in in your head you because you're looking at the bigger picture it has to be like to hit that end goal Mm -hmm. whereas if I need to get it done I'll get it done how would you feel if you didn't that's my flaw. I, I kind of feel like I maybe punish myself if I don't, even mm. if it's a most pathetic task. Mm. So say on my to-do list, it's like send, uh, make sure you pay that invoice. If at the end of the day I haven't paid it, I'll be like, oh, no, I need to go back to my laptop and do that even though I've shut off for the evening. Mm-hmm. Like that sort of thing is my frustrating part. Mm. Whereas for you, that probably wouldn't no, bother you at all. In fact, I know that if I had edited in as late as 10 o'clock at night, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. So I will have cut myself off anyway, yeah. even though I wanted to continue yeah. because I know that it would, I would suffer the next day yeah. for it. But 
because of the way I work, it does mean that I will like work and work and work and work. And then sometimes it can just explode Mm. because instead of looking at that's a priority, that's a priority for the long term, it will be more focused on like just getting stuff done because I can sit for like eight hours on one task, which is where like we definitely have pros and cons to both of our work ethics and like how we're motivated. However, I think you've done this really well in like the last year is like not punishing yourself for being that way. Like mm. you're motivated by different things. So that's absolutely fine. You just say like, cool, if I want to work till 3 a.m. this day, I will. But if I'm also going to wake up at 11 and start then, that's also fine. It's like however you're motivated to do it. Did you know that they say that with addiction, yeah, the punishing yourself for relapsing yeah. is what keeps you addicted? Because so, highs and lows? Yeah. I actually don't know. I I don't know the explanation. I just know that that is the case. So there's like a cycle of a relapse. Then you try and get back on it Mm -hmm. and then you fall off and then you punish yourself. Which is very funny because I have a very, very addictive personality Mm. in a way of like, if I do something, I'm obsessed with it. And maybe that's also reflected in what motivates me being Mm. kind of addicted to not the punishment, but like the drive and like you could fail sort of thing, mm. just staying above water constantly. True, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And this podcast is also going to be about mo- uh, going to be about motivation. Mm. And it'd be interesting to hear you what motivates you mm. in the first instance. Like to actually do something. Uh, to do something, yeah. To to yeah. achieve your goals, yeah. like what makes you instead of playing with grom your little dog down here mm. it's a very cute little dog that's a hard thing if, to not do just not play with him <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> like, i mean that's true so mm. so you could theoretically mm. play with grom all day yeah and you and you don't yeah so it's interesting because i think that there have been stages where there's been a few months where i probably have spent a lot of my day like just mooching and getting the basic things done and Mm -hmm. just playing with Grom sort of thing. For me, I think I always have to have it as like where we're going next. And we see cycles in how we work, I think together and in the business in a way of like, we'll have a massive meeting, create a plan of attack, create like an idea of where we want to be. Then suddenly both of us at the same time, I think you see it in our work, it just goes vroom. And it does that for a bit. And then we might have some downtime plodding along, trying to keep that going. And then we'll do the same thing and it repeats. I find like after that initial idea and plan and like the basic tasks are put in place to go towards that, that's when I'm like fully at it and I can go. But when we're plodding along and you know that even if you didn't open your computer, things would still be absolutely fine. That is a hard time to motivate yourself. And would you say that you have a bigger fear of failing or a bigger fear of not succeeding? Ooh. Probably a bigger fear of failing. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Because there's more to lose now. It was actually really interesting. I was going to put this on my story. I completely forgot to. So if you go on your Instagram story, you can go on, like, um, your archives and see what you shared, like, this time last year, whatever. And I had a post up from 2019, and my head was on the table on a train. It was about 11 o'clock at night. And the caption was something like, Absolutely exhausted from this week, insane highs and lows, but the highs make it worth it. Mm. And I was like, what were the lows in 2019? Mm -hmm. Like, bless me, what were the lows? And it's because then we had nothing to lose. Mm. So 
we were motivating ourselves on the idea of success, whereas now there's probably a little bit of me that's motivated on the idea of failure, mm. which is interesting. I don't know how, if that's negatively or positively impacted my motivation, but it's definitely kept me motivated. Mm. I don't know. What, what about you? Uh, more so fear of not succeeding. Really? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. But, and, and this came from Mark Manson. Mm. Spook, you said that uh, you, you're either someone, if you need to be motivated, you, you need to decide whether you are scared of failing yeah. completely and losing everything or if mm. you're scared of not succeeding. Mm-hmm. And you need to paint a picture in your head of what that looks like okay. uh, in order to keep you going mm. um, because that will be a very scary picture. Mm. But you've got to decide first which one is you. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, not uh, because I feel like that we'd whatever direction you go in you've learned so much that it will set you up for something else so if you're an artist and you've been doing social media and you've been reading all those books about uh books uh (laughs) youtube videos and 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 blog articles about doing good social media and then you Mm. create your own social media the amount of experience you're getting will always set you up for being able to be successful in your next venture. So you're you're never really ever starting completely again. You can always just fast track it to where you left off in Mm -hmm. in that next thing. Yeah, yeah. I've found as well, as I've grown up and kind of found myself more and become more confident in being like a business owner, I've become more motivated by finding other things outside of the business. Mm -hmm. Um, So... For example, I go to the gym like five times a week and I'll spend probably two hours there. And in the past, I'd punish myself for that because I'd be like, you should be focusing on the thing that you're growing, your future. And then I don't know what happened. It was probably like a year ago. It kind of hit me of like, this makes me a better person and I love it. And it makes me more motivated as soon as I get home. So why am I not putting effort into this and like actually not feeling guilty about going? And I I found like the last year dedicating a good amount of time to doing something that I love that's outside of the business has meant that when I'm like sat down looking at my laptop working, I'm like, yeah, I want to actually be doing this, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and we actually spoke to a guy on a consultancy call about this. He was like um, talking about like all these pressures he put on himself on social media. And you said something like, it sounds like you need a hobby hmm. because he was so obsessed with like his social media numbers and how well he was going to do and putting pressure on being a full-time artist that you could tell he wasn't even passionate about being a musician anymore. Yeah. So it's like finding that hobby outside of what you want to do makes you more motivated to do what you want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so, so what happens when you need to post on say social media? So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of artists will find uh, the most relatable topic is posting Mm -hmm. on social media. Obviously you need to feel creative inspired what keeps you motivated to keep posting Mm -hmm. on social media uh, instead of just having a big gap Mm -hmm. well i think it's actually quite apparent with our youtube channel so when we first started we posted something like two or three videos a week for the first would you say year Mm -hmm. um and what motivated us to do that is we saw instant growth Every video we put out, we saw people caring. Mm. And that's quite short-term motivation, I believe, Mm -hmm. because if you're posting because of instant gratification, it's short-term because it's not going to stay, it's not going to continue growing at that rate. Mm. So I think at first that probably motivated us and would motivate a lot of people because say you post a video on TikTok and you go viral, you're going to be 
very tempted to just post every single minute of every day. Um, but after a while, I think it becomes like, what do you actually want to talk about? And what do you actually enjoy talking about? So for example, this style of podcast, we did one of these on Monday. And we're already doing another one. And we yeah. haven't posted a podcast in so long. And yeah, and has nothing to do with the numbers. No, we, we genuinely enjoy talking. Like, we do this anyway. If we go out for Nando's, we'll have a conversation like this. Hmm. So why not just record it? And it's also apparent in like our personal lives. Like, we both really enjoy making content. We both have a bit of a personality where we enjoy posting something and seeing how it performs. So we do it as a hobby as well in different areas. But you'll also see on those channels ups and downs in ways of might post once uh, a week for two months or you might not post for like a year. And that's because we post when we want to because we genuinely enjoy it and you still see growth. That's a good takeaway for artists from this entire thing is Mm. is very much so that if you get obsessed with the numbers, you'll lose the motivation. Yeah. So therefore, you've got to find the thing that is for you. Mm. And once you stop say posting on social media and it's for you and it's never for the numbers or say you can't be bothered to go into the studio and start writing another song the chances are that if you're obsessed about your spotify numbers obsessed about your social media numbers Mm -hmm. then that is going to make you less motivated whereas if you are not focusing on the numbers and you're focusing on what else you get out of creating a song and putting it out there, the rest, especially the numbers, start to take care of themselves when we don't know, but they do. Yeah, and I think it's like finding your why. And I think most people, not maybe in music, but in life, think their why is money. But it's actually not a lot of the time. Like when you start seeing the financial rewards, a lot of people get over it quickly Mm. and the motivation drops. You'll see it with a lot of business owners. Like an example is um, the guy that owns Gymshark. When Gymshark started blowing up, he bought like a supercar. He did all this like fancy stuff. He now just drives around like a Jeep or something. He doesn't care. Mm. Like people just lose that motivation for money once they achieve it. And it's understanding what the why is, the underlying why. Like is the why because you want people to remember you when you're dead and like remember your message? Mm. Is it genuinely just because like you want people to sing your lyrics back to you and like understand your lyrics? Is there a message behind that? Like understanding why you do it means that when you're going into every single thing you do, you understand why you're motivated or not. Like the example of going into the studio, if you don't want to go into the studio, you don't really want to be making music. Well, if you do, you don't want to be making the music you're currently making. On the topic of money, I would like to do a podcast on money, yeah. uh, especially as an artist and when it starts to come in. Because it was it was Jim Carrey, I think. He said, I wish people, everyone could be rich and famous just for a day because they realize it's not actually all that. Mm. And I think the, the, the best example of that is the fact that Bill Gates is still doing stuff with Microsoft. He does, he's not CEO anymore. Mm. He's still doing his own thing. You have... Uh, Elon Jeff, Musk Jeff made the Bezos. Boring, is it called the Boring yeah. Company or something? Yeah. Jeff Bezos is still doing things. Mm. It's not for the money. He could buy the entire planet. Yeah, they love if, it. Yeah, if he wanted to. Richard Branson, he's still doing things and opening new companies. Mm. It's in their blood. It's actually yeah. got nothing to do with greed or money. It yeah. is to do with the fact that it's in their blood. And therefore, when times were difficult, because the reason wasn't the numbers, mm. it was just because they wanted to do it anyway, that is what kept them 
motivated.、Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's actually a good segue into、uh, the next point, which is how to stay motivated when it's not going、mm-hmm. your way. Does something spring to mind first for you? It's weird. I sometimes find like I, I feel like I'm more motivated when things aren't going my way because、mm-hmm. it's a bit of a kick up the ass. Maybe linking back to the fact that I'm terrified of failing.、Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like solidifying that a little bit. It's like the failure is kind of tapping you on the shoulder a little bit, and you're like, "Oh shit, okay,、mm-hmm. I've really got to go now."、Um, maybe it's that. But、uh, do you think there are people that when things get tough, they sit back? Like, is that a trait that people have? I wouldn't say sit. But like freak、back. out, maybe not. So there's panic mode, which、True. you see、yeah. a lot.、Uh, yeah, you see that all so, the time. So, so say for example, your song's not getting the streams. Yeah. Terrible idea would be to start plugging it more on social media, but、mm-hmm. people do. And what happens is, say you've been signed by a label, and it's one release, and they want to see how this release goes, and you want to get that deal continued、mm-hmm. for the next release. And it's not getting the streams. You're going to start plugging it more on your social media, destroying your audience. You're going to start reaching out to random companies that you may have stayed away from、uh, if things were going well.、Mm. There's all sorts of things that can end up when you're in panic mode, making the wrong decisions. And I'm very aware of that as a person. Yeah. That if anything goes wrong. Step, take a step back rather than getting taking a step forward. Yeah, just figure things out, make a plan, a long term plan,、mm-hmm. because short term decisions will never work out in the long term. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. in a sense where you can end up ruining the long term、mm-hmm. just for the sake of that short term panic. Yeah, I mean, you see it all the time with. Buying followers and buying streams, and、mm. um, I mean, we see it in business a lot. People just freaking out, and then. I mean, it teaches us quite a lot, and I think keeps us on the on the right path in a way of like we know where we want to be in the industry and how we want to assist artists and grow. And if anything steps away from our like morals and ethics, we wouldn't be comfortable.、Mm. Um, and I had a conversation with my partner last night. Actually, we were we were driving to see her family, and we, I was telling her about a contract that we lost. It was the influence marketing conversation we were having with Charles,、mm-hmm. and she was like. Wow! Like you, you guys seem very stuck in your ways.、Mm. Like, is do you think you're going to always be like that? And I was like, a hundred percent. Like, I don't care if it means losing out on money, because long term, it's going to be something that we stand for and like is on brand and means we don't damage our brand. And I think、yeah. that's what you see with artists, with businesses, with everyone. When you hit panic mode, you lose track of what your actual brand is and what your purpose is. And that's when it all goes wrong, and all that work you did beforehand was basically pointless. Absolutely, yeah,、mm-hmm. you've absolutely ruined it. What about in terms of staying motivated if things you just don't feel like it? So, if, say you're、fine. say you're a little bit ill, yeah,、uh, or you're just going through a bit of a bad time, yeah, but you've you, your single was ready for release,、mm-hmm. the label. Agreed that this date、yeah. you're going to have to start creating some content.、Mm-hmm. How how do you deal with that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone's different in the way of we've had conversations about how we're motivated and it's different. So、mm. for them, it might be completely different, but it's difficult because a lot of the time you're going to have someone behind the scenes, especially if they're investing in your music, saying this is what you have to do. But I think it's always bringing it back to. Like we said before, why you want to do it? So, say for example, the label, your managers, like you need to be creating TikTok videos for this song. 
Okay, cool. Most people release music to get their message out there. Okay, use that content to tell your message and speak it out to people. And I think that's, I mean, it's easier said than done because a lot of people aren't motivated to make content. But finding a way to do it in a way that you actually enjoy is your is your best bet. Mm. I mean, most people think they hate social media, and we spoke about this on the last one, but 99% of the time you just hate what's on social media. Mm. So find your own way of doing it, and you'll find your motivation in it. So if you've had a sleepless night, mm-hmm. Grom was keeping you up all night. Never. Never. <laughs> he was barking all night. Oh, never. And you've got to create, a, say, an Instagram reel for your record label. Mm in order announcing it and you are tired do you still do it or do you put it off till tomorrow after more sleep see i'm not impacted by sleep like massively but let's pretend you are uh, i am yeah i know you are <laughs> uh, i would put it off if it was something that was very important however i don't believe content is that important because mm. i think you should be able to like pump it out pretty easily it's not that time consuming so in that situation i'd just say do it get it over and done with get it out there however if it's something that takes up a lot of your energy like like we're different on camera like it took you a while to kind of get used to it mm. whereas i don't really care if it requires more energy for you personally do it another day mm. but i can't speak for the individual what would you say because I can't relate either because I'm fine with not too much sleep. Mm. As you're dead. Well, pretend you're ill then I've got a cold. Oh, yeah, I'd totally push it off to the next day. You put it off. Yeah. Because in the past, with Burstamo, if I was unwell, hungover, all these things, I would just create because I had the knowledge in my head. All I had to do was speak to a camera. It wasn't a lot of energy. Whereas now, I think our videos are a lot more time-consuming and thought out and I probably would wait. So I've got a saying that I say to myself, I never said this to you before, Okay. that I say, if you don't do it now, when this situation arises again, you'll never do it. So, mm. so say, for example, yeah, I'm passing yeah. a McDonald's and I really fancy a McDonald's. Yeah. I say to myself that if you have this McDonald's now, every time you pass a McDonald's, you'll have a McDonald's because yeah. nothing's going to be different the mm. next time you pass a McDonald's. So so the cir- so you've got to look at the circumstances that mm. is there going to be anything else open for you to eat? How hungry are you? Mm. Do you need that food right now? And then you've got to answer to yourself long term. If you are slightly hungry yeah. and there's going to be loads of other options open that mm. you can have, then unfortunately you're going to have McDonald's mm. almost daily. Yeah, that. That's an interesting one as well because I think it. Um, one thing I, I didn't mention is one thing that motivates me without realizing is like habit. I got that written down, so oh, I'm happy for so you to. So, for example, with the gym, mm-hmm. I've made it a habit that I do push, pull, legs, break, push, pull, legs, break. So mm-hmm. that is my habit. If it's raining, if it's freezing, if like anything, I will go and I will do that. That's the habit I've created, which motivates me because. If you break that habit, I kind of have a bit of a two-day rule, unless you're ill or on holiday, where if I haven't done that habit for two days, I'm most likely never going to do it again. So that kind of keeps me motivated and keeps me in place. And, I mean, it's the same with a lot of basic tasks I have to do for work as well. It's like I will do it when I have to do it. Otherwise, that habit's going to go out the window, Um, which 
I think most people probably have a similar hmm. mindset on. Do you have that where you have to set like habits in place? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so to conclude on the whether you should do it or not, if you're feeling ill, yeah. I would say that my conclusion was that you have to understand what you're going to do long term because what you do in that moment reflects what you're going to do in the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. So if you are feeling ill and you're not going to feel very ill very often mm -hmm. and it's not an often occurrence, then put it off. Mm -hmm. If, however, you're feeling a little bit groggy, a little bit under the weather, tired, a little bit stressed – and that happens frequently, mm. then you're frequently going to put things yeah, off yeah. and never succeed. I mean, so, it's context, so that's it? very much how I think of things. Mm. Um, in terms of habit, yeah, I mean, there's a book called The Power of Habit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's phenomenal. And uh, one thing that I thought was fascinating was how um, people with dementia, if they can form habits, then they remember what to do. Mm. Um, and I, that's probably why most of them remember where they live. Yeah. Because they'll always be able to return home. But exactly. They'll just be out in the middle of the night and things. Exactly. Because the habit of going yeah. to the same place. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, and you're absolutely right. When I was frequently going to the gym, mm -hmm. I would actually end up in the gym without consciously having to make a decision yeah. to like go. It's like when you drive to work, a lot of people forget their commute because mm -hmm. you do it all the time. It's habit. But it's also like you're not motivated to brush your teeth twice a day. Yeah. But you do it because it's the habit. Yeah. And I understand with the music side, that's creativity. That's something that you can't create a habit from. But going into the studio or mm. like pushing yourself to practice your instrument, that's habit. And those are the things that keep you motivated and keep you on track. Mm. Did you know that the, the toothpaste, the tingly feeling is added? Why? To make you feel like you've actually achieved something. Yeah. Oh, so, so when you go to bed and you don't have that tingly feeling, uh, if something feels wrong, yeah, and it feels wrong that you haven't done it. So, uh, so before that was added, yeah. people didn't brush their teeth regularly. People had awful teeth. That's mad. And then they added it. Mm. Uh, it was Colgate who did it. They added it, and eventually, once they had that kind of like minty freshness feeling, yeah, uh, the, then people got that regular feeling in their mouth and mm. something felt missing when it wasn't there so clever yeah yeah same with febreze febreze did, um was scentless and they said that they couldn't believe this is all from power of habit uh they said that they couldn't believe that they'd invented a liquid that gets rid of odors and nobody was buying it mm -hmm. so they had to advertise it in a way where they created a habit of using febreze rather than actually using it as like a, a product to solve things. Jeez. So, yeah. Clever. One fun thing for me, I don't know if you have another point, is um, I cannot be motivated in my everyday life unless I've like kind of sorted out my life as a whole in mm. the way of like my basic health. Mm -hmm. So obviously I've spoken about the gym. That's one thing. But I don't feel motivated unless I've showered unless I've put on an outfit. Do you remember in COVID when we, we were living in, like through Zoom constantly? No matter what, I was clothed. I dried my hair. Mm. I'd had makeup on every single day. Yeah. Because otherwise, I just couldn't motivate myself. And I understand everyone's different. But I do believe, like, say you are a full-time musician, it can feel impossible to motivate yourself if you just wake up every morning and you're like, where'd I start? Mm. Get out of bed, make your bed, shower, get ready then start your day hmm. things like that i do find like the most basic things can keep me motivated because 
just getting my laptop and putting it in front of me in bed, I can't do personally. Mm. Can you? <laughs> uh, I, I can't get anything productive so... done in bed. In, it, it, I will do very basic tasks yeah. with my morning coffee if it comes to my mind. Yeah. Again, I inspired. Yeah. So I wanted to change. I think we needed to put Idol's logo on our website after yeah. working with them. I did that in bed with a coffee. Yeah, see, I can't do that. I'm out of bed immediately. Because I was like, well, that's going to take me like 10 minutes. Yeah. Just do it now. Mm. Nothing else on YouTube I want to watch right mm. now. There's nothing on BBC News. I'll just do that. Like, it, it, that's Yeah, because your brain's like, I'll do that. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, Let's see what there is today. Yeah. <laughs> Such different minds. But going back to like the first thing of don't punish yourself for it mm. because everyone's motivated by different things. Everyone works differently. It's just working out how you work and what motivates you. And then as soon as you've worked out that, you can work out everything from there. And don't, yeah. And also don't wait for motivation to come. Oh, yeah. It doesn't really come. It doesn't. Like, does, motivation doesn't waves, really exist in a no. way. It's like happiness. Um, it's like you, this. Yeah. The happiness is, yeah. Well, let's have a podcast. That's another, on, yeah. Let's do another I've got, one Yeah. I've got a theory on happiness that it doesn't actually exist. So I'll. Uh, that sounds I'll, really depressing. It's it not does depressing sound depressing. It, it's not it depressing. It's um, replace happiness with joy is the summary version. But we'll do a full podcast on that. Mm. So, yeah, I don't believe that motivation necessarily exists in a way where people feel like they're going to get out up one day and it's going to be there. Yeah. And you you can't wait for it to hit you. Mm. So for me, I don't feel like it exists. I feel like willpower does exist and I think habit does exist mm -hmm. and also the power of flow so flow is if you you can watch videos for hours on YouTube based on it but I believe that a lot of people's productivity is how quickly they can get into the state of flow so mm -hmm. so once you start working on something and you've got all these thoughts going around your head for me after around half an hour like I said at the start of the podcast all of the other thoughts just disappear mm -hmm. and i'm focused on this one thing and thankfully i can get things done very quickly in yeah. that power in that state of flow and i think that some people don't know it exists and some people don't know that's why they one day feel motivated and one day they can get something done mm -hmm. is because they've given their mind enough time. Given it a chance, to, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't give their mind enough opportunity to, yeah. und to almost forgive yourself for doing bad work in the first instance mm -hmm. and then suddenly their mind gets focused and then they're able to... Mm. to um, be be kind of more motivated and productive mm. and i was uh, i was laughing because in i was going to say the example of this podcast where every podcast you start when you kind of mix up your words a little bit you're yeah. you're trying to think too much you've got lots of thoughts in your head you get to whatever how many minutes this is in and then yeah. you start yeah. i bet uh, if you're watching on youtube our body language is different mm. it's that is flow mm -hmm. because you start to get into it more. You're not thinking about other things. You're not thinking about the camera setup or yeah. whether the mic's on and we've lost the entire recording. <laughs> it's happened before. So, yeah. So for me, I think if you are one of those people, you've got to understand how your mind works mm -hmm. in order to, to, to be motivated because 
don't watch motivational videos on YouTube. Oh, I hate My that. God. Self-help books as well. Like, I actually used to read them, Yeah. Uh, especially when we first started the business, because I always had this mindset that I was, like, really young. No one took me seriously. It probably took me, like, two, three years to get over that. Mm. Um, and I used to read them, and I look back, and I'm like, things don't work like that. You can't read something and someone goes, like, you can do this. This is great. Try yeah. your hardest. And then go, yeah. Yeah. I'm motivated today because some words on a page told you to. Yeah. Like maybe you do need someone like telling you that it's okay and you're going to do great and motivate you. But I highly doubt some words on a page are going to do that. No, it's very short term. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing. You, I think a lot of it's for image It'll as well. fizzle out. In fact, sometimes the high of watching a motivational video or motivational piece of content can put you too high mm -hmm. for you to then crash. Yeah. It's more so about keeping a nice level yeah. is much more productive and motivating than a motivational piece of content yeah. itself. Yeah, I, I do believe that it, some of it's for image as well. Like, how great do some people feel sitting on the train just like reading my motivational yes. book yeah. or like share it on my story or like this is me watching a motivational video boomerang like stuff like that if your motivation is what other people think of you that's going to be so short term as well because no one really cares about you at the end of the day they don't no. and one thing that i noticed i said in the last podcast that if you are too desperate for the lamborghini mm. then you'll get all then systems will find a way of of making you think you're on the road for a Lamborghini, like Forex traders or mm -hmm. people selling courses to, yeah. for instant success. So, the systems in place seem to have a way of taking your money away from you or your time or your attention. Very much the same with motivation as well, in a sense where you will see a piece of content which says, don't let your old friends bring you down uh, or the toxic people in your life bring you down. And then everyone's like sharing that, even though like what what are you achieving yeah. by that yeah i think that's quite fascinating that people feel good about sharing that mm -hmm. and actually for me that shows you are more frustrated with where you are than what you actually think that that post means or the message that it's mm -hmm. giving out so yeah. don't get sucked into these motivational quotes or mm -hmm. anything like that think more so about habit Think more so about flow and also just what you've got going on around your life in general mm -hmm. is going to be infinitely more influential mm -hmm. for your career as an artist in general than finding some content online that's going to make you do it. Mm -hmm. Also, um, when we were saying, like, don't be motivated by um, people... Uh, liking your stuff it also works the other way don't be demotivated by the idea of people not liking it hmm. so uh, it's like uh people often are terrified about posting on socials or posting their first song in case that family and friends see it so they can't motivate themselves to get it out there but again you're doing it for other people more than anything whereas yeah. if you have a passion and a drive to create music you will literally write one song a day and just be like, publish, 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 publish. You're not caring. And those are the people that are most probably going to break because they genuinely love what they do. And it can just flow because you love mm -hmm. it so much. And I can tell you now, if you are trying to be successful and you can't, will look, you're looking forward to the opportunity to show your friends or make the people you hate jealous or the people at school, I can tell you now that 
once you make it, you won't give a shit、mm-hmm. about what other people think. You'll be so far down the line in your career. You'll have all sorts of problems. The point in which you thought that you would be able to sort of make your friends jealous or、um, make them regret calling you names at school or whatever. You'll still have the problems.、Mm-hmm. You'll still have so many problems that you won't even feel like you've made it in order to to、Compare、actually them either. yeah like, to actually yeah. feel good about it. And when you get far enough down the line to feel good about it, you you can't be bothered with them anyway.、Mm-hmm. They're so far away、mm-hmm. from you in life. That it doesn't matter. So don't be motivated by making people jealous or proving people wrong、mm-hmm. or proving the haters or the doubters wrong, because that motivation it fizzles out.、Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't. It doesn't exist and it doesn't last、mm-hmm. very long. I also think a lot of people use that as like their inspirational story. It wasn't the motivation. Like、yeah. the amount of people that be like, "Yes, I'm a billionaire now, and、uh, that my teacher in year six suck it because you told me I'm never going to make it." Like that didn't motivate no, you. No, you don't. That wasn't the、them. thing that pushed you. It just sounds cool for your book. Like things like that aren't the motivation. You'll find yourself very unhappy if it is. So I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah, that was a lot longer than I expected. It was a lot. We were、longer. motivated to do it. Wow,、yeah. and but but you know what? If you told me that I don't know how long this has long. been, very long actually.、Mm. If you told me I had to sit down and do a podcast that this length of time, I would not feel motivated.、Mm. However, because we started it, then it, it just flew by, and I think that for me is is a very good life lesson. Don't look for those boosts in motivation. Yeah, just look for that constant habit.、Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Thanks very much for watching. If you're looking for any kind of consultancy or advice opportunities in the music industry, do check out our membership. I'll leave the link below or in the description. It's unbelievable. We say it every time. The feedback we've had from artists—they're getting opportunities that you. Never get in the music industry. No one else is providing you with access to these people in terms of Netflix supervisors, Spotify curators, top industry lawyers. Everything you could possibly need to break as an artist is there, and it's all real. It's all legit. Unbelievable.、Mm-hmm. So do check out our membership, and we'll see you in the next video.